Hello everyone and welcome back to The Great Beyond. I'm your host, Emily Rose. I changed my name to Emily after a long period of consideration and I feel that Emily more so fits me as far as what I identify with in terms of choosing my new name. But enough about that. Today we're going to be talking about PTSD and the effects it's had on me in my life up until this point. Today we're going to be discussing the overview, the symptoms, and then get into my personal experience with it. So a lot of you might have a general understanding of PTSD and what it is, but you might not understand the experience somebody has with this disorder. So a brief overview of PTSD is a mental health condition that is triggered by a terrifying event or multiple terrifying events, either experiencing it or witnessing it. Symptoms may include flashbacks, nightmares, and severe anxiety, as well as uncontrollable thoughts about the event. Most people who go through traumatic events may have temporary difficulty adjusting and coping, but with time and good self-care, they usually get better. If the symptoms persist and get worse, last for months or even years, and interfere with your day-to-day -day functioning, you may have PTSD. So what are the symptoms? Post-traumatic stress disorder symptoms may start within one month of a traumatic event, but sometimes symptoms may not appear until years after. These symptoms cause significant problems in social or work situations and in relationships. They can interfere with your ability to go out and do your normal daily tasks. Now, it should be noted that symptoms can vary over time or vary from person to person. With that, let's get into the symptoms. First up, we have intrusive memories. Symptoms of intrusive memories may include recurrent, unwanted, distressing memories of the traumatic event, reliving the traumatic event as if it were happening again, or otherwise known as flashbacks, upsetting dreams or nightmares about the traumatic event, and severe emotional distress or physical reactions to something that reminds you of the traumatic event. Secondly, we have symptoms of avoidance. Avoidance may include trying to avoid thinking or talking about the traumatic event, and avoiding places, activities, or people that remind you of the traumatic event. Thirdly, we have negative changes in thinking and mood. This could be characterized as negative thoughts about yourself, other people, or the world in general. You experience hopelessness about the future, memory problems, including not remembering important aspects of the traumatic event, difficulty maintaining close relationships, feeling detached from family and friends, you have a lack of interest in activities you once enjoyed, difficulty experiencing positive emotions, and feeling emotionally numb. Lastly, we have changes in physical and emotional reactions. Symptoms of this could be being easily startled or frightened, always being on guard for danger, self-destructive behavior such as drinking too much or driving too fast, trouble sleeping, trouble concentrating, irritability, angry outbursts or aggressive behavior, or overwhelming guilt or shame. For children, signs of symptoms may include reenacting the traumatic event or aspects of the traumatic event through play, or frightening dreams that may or may not include aspects of the traumatic event. Some of the reasons PTSD might be caused maybe road traffic incidents, um, violent personal assault, medical staff, definitely military combat and service, any form of abuse including childhood abuse and domestic abuse, burglary, witnessing a suicide or attempted suicide, natural disasters, being kidnapped or held hostage, being bullied, traumatic childbirth and people who give birth and birth partners, uh, pregnancy loss, sexual violence as in sexual assault, involuntary admission to an intensive care unit, but ultimately it chalks it up to any event in which you feared for your life and safety. Now we'll get to what is my experience in all of this. Well firstly, I grew up in a domestically violent and emotionally, mentally, and physically abusive household. Both my parents uh, used alcohol regularly and was oftentimes a reason for these instances of abuse. From about kindergarten to fifth grade, I was wheeled and dealed every single ADHD medication you can think of, and even some antipsychotics. This naturally in some cases caused behavioral issues as well as health issues, 
for instance, uh, it was probably second grade, I believe. Um, I, my family was over visiting for a holiday, and I was basically just psychotic uh, based off of the medication I was taking. And my, I was having a fit. I was having a psychotic episode. My dad wrestled me to the ground and basically laid on top of me and crushed me. Um, in an attempt to calm me down, and ultimately I ended up in a child psych ward involuntarily, of course, um, for anywhere between two weeks and two months. I, I can't remember the exact time span. There I was sexually assaulted by one of the doctors late at night. I remember that very clearly and still have nightmares periodically because of that. I'd also have night terrors of my dad coming into my room and beating the shit out of me, uh, to put it bluntly. And I'll, like, I, I still have night terrors about standing up to my dad and failing and getting the getting my ass whooped, uh, to be frank. And it all stems from being a child, not understanding what was going on and getting corporal punishment. But it, they said it was corporal punishment. It was just a straight out beating with a belt. I had something come up recently that I'm still trying to diverge through is possible uh, being sexually coerced and or coerced into performing sexual acts at around four years old by a trusted person's older child that I was babying, being babysit with. Now, as I mentioned earlier, bullying was also one of the factors that leads to PTSD in some cases, and I experienced bullying from the time I hit school, like preschool, kindergarten, to all the way till about high school. And that left a significant mark on my ability to form relationships with others. Now, while not necessarily it was an accident, it was an incident on the road where it was repeated events where I would fear for my life and safety in when my father was driving. In some cases, we narrowly missed being in a really bad collision or wreck with other people. That kind of sums up what I've been through. I'm not going to get into every single detail, but you get a general picture. Now, as far as the symptoms go for what I experience are, um, you know, I have recurrent, unwanted, distressing memories of the traumatic events. I have intrusive memories, intrusive thoughts. I also have, I used to have flashbacks, like I would be in that moment again, ha experiencing it. And as I said before, I would have night terrors, recurring night terrors of a, reliving the abuse. Now, for a very, very long time now, I had a problem uh, opening up about what I experienced. I thought that it wasn't as bad as I made it out to be, that everybody experienced this, and I was just being a baby about it. But then I got into therapy, and I understood that not to be the case. I would also avoid being in the house at the same time as my parents. Uh, when my dad was home, I would avoid him by either being in my room playing or being outside. And I think that depression is a very key sub-symptom of PTSD. I experienced depression from a very, very young age. Uh, you know, negative thoughts about myself, other people in the world, uh, such as that I had deserved this, that I was absolutely a horrible person, and that nothing would get better, that the world was just this way, that everything was, like this was normal, and that I just had to suffer through it. Sometimes I didn't believe that I would make it to see tomorrow, and I tried committing suicide. I, I understood. I didn't understand what it was, but now I understand that I was trying to commit suicide at like age eight. I also suffer from dissociative identity disorder, which if you don't know is a dissociative disorder, and dissociation is a major key factor in PTSD. 
I felt really detached from my parents from a very young age and never felt that parental connection, parent-kid uh, connection that most kids do to some degree. What I did feel was this overbearing fear of further abuse and just emotionally numb, emotional numbness altogether. And I still feel that to some degree every single day, even despite being moved out and independent from them. I would also be, and I still am, uh, not to the degree that I was, but I still am to some degree, um, easily startled and frightened, always being on guard for potential danger or further abuse. Oftentimes I perceive threats that aren't really there and act on those perceived threats, usually in the form of outbursts. I also suffer from insomnia or the inability to sleep, and I think that a part, a major part of the ADHD deal was the inability to concentrate. I think that that factored into my inability to concentrate because I would get in trouble at school, I would have bad grades and things like that because I wasn't able to focus on the lectures. Where I'm at now, I would say that I feel this overbearing anger and resentment towards my parents for putting me through that, but at the same time I feel guilt for I don't know how to explain the guilt, really. Survivor's guilt, I guess you could say. Even though I wasn't anything in a life-threatening situation besides the driving, I still feel guilt and shame for what I've been through. I feel ashamed that I want to talk about this and share what I went through, that I feel like I'm outing my parents for something that wasn't really all that bad, that I'm also making up stories about being sexually assaulted even though I remember quite clearly and have exhibited the symptoms for a very long time um, of sexual assault and I'm not going to get into the symptoms of that, that's a different episode, but you can look it up. Um, I feel ashamed for exhibiting those symptoms. I feel ashamed for having these issues that I have and having night terrors and waking up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat or shooting out of bed. Um, you know, my fiance wakes me up sometimes because she says I've been whimpering or even yelling in my sleep. It's very, it's something very, very hard to talk about because of this, these feelings. And oftentimes when I start getting too deep into it, I start feeling really depressed as a result. You know, um, I, I, something I should note also is like sounds, sights, uh, smells, especially sounds for me and smells trigger these flashbacks sometimes, like a certain cologne that my dad used to wear or certain sounds that I'll hear that just put me right back into that, that situation. I have an intense fear of doctors and hospitals, for instance, as well. I refused for the longest time to seek help because I didn't want to go through inpatient and possibly be sexually assaulted by a doctor again. Um, also with the medical stuff, with the medications, I didn't want to go back through that situation because it, it scarred me as a kid. I think I'm going to end this episode here. It's been really tough to talk about and open up, and like I said, it makes me really depressed and upset, and right now I'm starting to, starting to feel that and I need to get control of it. So I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for your support. Um, if you enjoy this content, if you find it insightful, be sure to follow, leave a like, and maybe comment down below. And as always, I'll see you next time. Remember, you guys, you're not alone in this. 